0: Less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the cashflow contractor short with Khalil Benaliohaj. What's up cashflow contractors. Khalil here with another episode to help you find less stress, more time, and more money. Excited to talk today about accounts and setting up a system for all of your online accounts because it is overwhelming at times, especially as a business owner. You're working on your business, you're working in the business, and you've got to focus on the operations and getting more customers and troubleshooting problems and dealing with support. And then all the administrative tasks as well. And especially when you get to the administrative tasks, there's an overwhelming amount of accounts to deal with. You've got your online accounts for banking, for bookkeeping, for social media, for, uh, your directories all of your Google accounts, your workspace for email, calendar, drive, all these different things. And it's a mess and it's hard to figure out what is a system for using all these things and honestly, what are all of the accounts that I need? So I want to talk through all of these accounts, how to think about them, how to categorize them, how to segment them. (coughs) We're going to go through all the different areas together, and I'm going to give you some little advice as you go through all these things. You might, I might talk about some accounts that you're not aware of things that you don't even know exist. Uh, but I'm also going to mention some that you're aware of exist and you have, but you haven't looked at in ages. And so I'm just going to talk through each of these one by one and help you to understand what's important about the account and how to use it and how to keep track of it. So let's jump right in. I'm going to start with uh, social media because it's an obvious one. We have social accounts personally. We have social accounts for our company and it's a lot to manage. This is one that I see almost always messed up by small business owners, uh, especially contractors. So we know about Facebook. We know about Instagram. We know about TikTok and Twitter and LinkedIn, Pinterest. Uh, these are all good social accounts to have. YouTube can be counted as social. I might put it into Google though. Um, so these are all good accounts to have, and we probably have these. It's important that you separate your personal from all of these. I'm going to talk through each one individually. So for Facebook and Instagram, they're owned by the same company. If you didn't know that you want to have a business manager, right? They've changed the name millions of times, but Facebook is now called meta M E T A. And they have the meta business suite for, uh, the business suite. You want to create a meta business manager and a meta ads manager. These are two separate things. The business manager is the hierarchy that owns your ads manager, it also owns your Facebook business page and your Instagram account. So rather than it just being a login that, you know, nobody, maybe an employee started it for you and they leave and now you don't know the password or whatever it is, you have access, you just own the business suite, you can add users underneath it with different permissions. And then once you own that meta business manager, business suite, whatever you wanna call it, then you can have access to your ads, to your page, to your Instagram account, and everything else from there. Pixels, we'll talk about a little bit. But once you have all of that in place, it's gonna be really easy to provide access to other people. If you have a new employee that's gonna be running all that stuff for you, you just give them access to the business manager and they have access to everything from there. You don't have to worry about sharing passwords, anything like that. If somebody leaves, you can remove them. Really straightforward. If you decide to work with an agency on something, like ourselves, you would just give us access to the business suite, the business manager, And we would have access to everything from there that's necessary. We wouldn't be able to, you know, we wouldn't be asking for your credit card. It would already be applied inside of there to where you would be able to remove it and monitor what's being charged, all that good stuff. That is the Facebook business manager, really the meta business manager now. Uh, and that's how you should set everything up. From there, we have LinkedIn. LinkedIn company page, if you do not have one, go and create one, because if you're a business owner, you're trying to hire people. This is a good place to hire people. It's also somewhere you, where you can be validated by peers in your industry, other companies that you might work with, as well as employees when they look you up. So create a LinkedIn company page. And if you're using your LinkedIn company page, you can add users to it, include your, you have to create it through a user profile. So you're probably creating it through your personal page. Um, and then add anyone to it that you'd like, it's important to note that with your LinkedIn company page, if you're trying to have a huge presence on LinkedIn, and that's a primary channel for your business, your company page is good to post to, but do not expect the same results from your company, LinkedIn as your personal LinkedIn. LinkedIn prioritizes personal pages or personal profiles rather than company pages. And so you're going to get a lot more awareness, traction, engagement on a personal page. on a company page it's not impossible to grow your company page but you'll just see more activity on that personal side so be aware of that if you don't have a personal linkedin page go and create one now the next one twitter again you may not be big on twitter you may not use it but i would go and claim your username for your company on twitter just so you have it so that people aren't getting spammed by a fake company that uses your username Uh, it's just something that's good to have Uh, so that you've claimed it and no one else can be on there. Uh, the next one, same thing with TikTok. You may not care about it. You may not be there, but go and claim your username and claim your account. So nobody else uses it. Same thing with Pinterest. It's a really great one for contractors that are working with homeowners, but if you're not going to be using it, just go and claim it so that nobody else will. With all of these ones that you're claiming, you want to try to use the same username, it's called a golden username. It's one that nobody else has. That's representative of your company. It could be your company name if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, you've got to figure out something else to do to, to make it to where it's your username. And that's the one you use across Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, whatever it might be, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, try to use that same golden username across all of them. So that it's really clear that when someone sees your company and they look at another account, oh, it's the same exact handle, same username. Um, whenever You have all these social accounts. It's obvious that you're probably not gonna be thriving on all of them. Choose one that's primary for you and what you like to do. If you like making videos, TikTok's a great one. YouTube is a great one. Um, If you're a better writer, then LinkedIn and Twitter are better. If you're already active on Facebook, that can be a good channel for you. But also think about where your target audience spends spends time. If it's B2B, LinkedIn is great. If you're going direct to consumer, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok are all great ones. Uh, On the accounts that you don't use, that aren't primary for you, make sure you put at least one post up that says, Hey, thanks for checking out our LinkedIn. We're not here often, but you can follow us on Facebook or on Instagram, where we post frequent updates. And that makes it easier for your audience to say, okay, well, they are on LinkedIn, but I should go see them somewhere else. And that way you don't have to be worried about monitoring your LinkedIn that much. Uh, The last thing you want is for you to not really be using Facebook, but for people looking for you there and sending you messages. But you only check it once a month and you're not replying to those messages. That is social. That's a very difficult one for contractors because they usually run things to their personal space. The worst, the worst error that I see is they have only personal access to their Facebook page. That's very common and they have a personal ad account. So they're running their ads through their personal profile. And that's a big no, no. You want to do it through your business account. For a variety of reasons, but usually security reasons, because your Facebook account is very easy to hack. The business is a lot more difficult. So, uh, if you get hacked on the personal side and you have a personal ad account, they can just scrape all your information and run ads for themselves through your personal ad account that doesn't even matter to your page. Uh, so just be aware of that. I want to move on. Another big one is Google. Um, before I talk about this workspace for Google is a really big thing. If you're not familiar with that, it's a company version of Gmail, Google drive calendar. I highly, highly recommend it. It's what I use. It's what I try to set up all of our clients on. If you're on outlook, that's totally fine. And, uh, Microsoft office or 365, I think is what it's called. That's a fine one to be on. Um, just make sure that you're set up properly on it and that you're using everything proper- properly. Uh, I think Google is much easier, but you wanna have some sort of uh, workspace, is what I'll call it, but Microsoft or Google probably for your email, for your calendar, and for your drive and all of your documents. If you're not using the cloud for your documents and, and things like that, your files, your photos, your drawings, your bids, you're really missing out. Get off of doing desktop only. Don't get remote access. Just use an online cloud drive system like Google workspace, which is my primary recommendation or Microsoft 365. Uh, it's going to be the best bet for growing your business, for having collaboration, especially with remote work these days. That's the best thing that you can do. All right. So inside of Google, there's lots of accounts, even if you are using Microsoft that you need to have on Google for your digital presence, Google, my business, hugely important for search engine optimization and getting new customers, gathering your views people are looking up on google my business even if you don't think they are they absolutely are google ads it's google is the number one search engine in the world if you want to be running ads on search google is the place to do it create a google ads account and own that account even if someone else is going to be running it for you you have ownership of it if there's a lot of agencies that'll run the ads for you but they own the google account and as soon as you part ways with them they keep all of your campaigns all of your keywords all of your ad groups all of your ad sets and that is detrimental to you because now you have to restart all over. Make sure you own the Google ad account, Google analytics. This is going to help you understand exactly what's happening on your website. What pages are people looking at? How many people are coming? How much time do they spend on the page? What are they clicking on? All that is happening inside of Google analytics. Make sure you've got that account created and it's linked to your, it, the nice thing about Google workspace is that it's all of these are linked to your Google account. And so it's the same login for all of these. If you don't have that, If you're on Microsoft, create a Gmail account and have access to all of these things in one place. Uh, Google analytics, I said, Google tag manager is a really great one. It's not necessary for everybody, but I highly recommend it. So that you're just putting one tag onto your website. You don't have to insert code ever again. And then if you ever want to include like your CRM on your website or. Google analytics or search console, what any of these other things on your website, you put the tracking code just on Google tag manager rather than on the back end of your website. Uh, Google search console, if you're in trying to rank on search organically, which you probably should be, this is a really good one to understand what people are searching when they come to your website. um, how often they're coming to your website from certain searches and allows you to update your SEO, to write better articles, to include better keywords on your website. It's a good one to have. Um, if you are going the Google route and you're going to use workspace, Move your domain over there too, to Google domains. It's a lot easier to manage all those things from one place. All right. That is all of the Google accounts that I recommend. I skipped over Twitter in, in social, but this is another Google account that you can do through the same login through Gmail, whatever it is. So get YouTube as well as a username, but it, tie it to your account. Uh, that's through Google workspace, or if you're using Gmail because you're on Microsoft get it through there as well. All right. I want to go on to uh, directories. Uh, directories are just listings, just kind of like the phone book, right? But online, there's lots of these. The primary one I would say for businesses is Google, my business. So we've already talked about that inside of Google, but for contractors, there's plenty of other ones. Yelp is a big one for a lot of other businesses. So you want to be on there, claim your profile. Just be, upload pictures, make sure your logo's on there, all your information's accurate. It's gonna help with your SEO, but people will find you through Yelp and you want that information to be accurate. The rest of these, you might know of, you might not. Home Advisor, even if you're not gonna pay for their services, make sure your profile is accurate and up-to-date. Angie's List or Angie, same thing, even if you're not gonna pay for it, make sure your profile is accurate, up-to-date, with photos, with your logo, all that kind of stuff. Same thing for Hows, you're not gonna pay for it, same thing. make sure it's updated. Then you've got uh, Build Zoom. make sure that that is all accurate update, even if you're not using that service. next door app, same exact thing. And indeed, if you're not, I mean, you don't have to pay to use indeed, but make sure that you're on there so that if people are looking for companies or jobs that you are on there, and it makes it much easier if you have all that sorted out on in the uh, to start. Whenever you do need to post a job, it's not hard. You don't have to Oh, where's my account? Where's all this stuff? Just have all this stuff figured out ahead of time. The next thing that I'm going to talk about is just general software, because there's some basic ones that a lot of contractors have. Usually they're going to have, well, hopefully you have a CRM, you have a bookkeeping software, a payroll software, uh, a payment software, and then you have a project management software that there's a variety of things that can also be added to this, but I just want to make sure that you have all of those. So I would recommend QuickBooks for the bookkeeping. We've talked about that in several episodes. I recommend CRM HubSpot. That's also going to attach directly to your marketing and sales, which is really valuable, but I highly recommend that. And then I recommend for a lot of contractors, Trello for project management, but there's several others. If you're doing field management stuff like plumbers or electricians, there's a lot of good ones out there as well. Um, but the that that's another good thing to have as your project manager software in order lastly i also recommend call rail if you're driving a lot of calls to your business it's a great one to create a separate phone number that redirects to your office line whenever you're running a new ad campaign or you put a billboard up or you send out a brochure whatever it might be it's going to let you know exactly where your calls are coming from it's also going to record every single phone call so now if you ever need to go back and figure out what your office manager said to so and so You can listen to that. If you need to do training with the salesperson, they can go and listen to a bunch of calls. It's extremely valuable. Um, I say all those things because there's integrations between those that'll be very helpful for you and between a lot of these accounts. So setting up integrations allows all of your accounts to talk to each other. If you want more information on that, you can reach out to me because we set up those integrations for a lot of businesses. Last part is tracking. This really doesn't have a lot to do with creating a new account. But just making sure that you have these accounts created and that you've got them connected to your website. Uh, This is where Google Tag Manager really shines. You have a tracking code from Google Tag Manager that you put on the back end of your website. And then whenever you have a tracking code that comes from somewhere else, you just put it into Google Tag Manager and it runs on the back end of your website. Really good ones to have here are your CRM, HubSpot will do this. Another good one is LinkedIn, so that if you're running ads where people are visiting your website from LinkedIn, it tells you exactly who they were and how they came to you from a post or from your company profile. Facebook pixel is huge. You want to have that on your website so that you can track who's coming from Instagram and Facebook to your website, what actions they're taking. And then you can retarget all of the people that are coming from these pixels. Um, Google analytics is also another one that if you're not going to use tag manager, put on the back of your website, but it's pretty simple through tag manager, just link the two without having to use codes. Um, these are all good tracking tools to set up so that you can run your ads properly so that you can see your analytics, uh, clearly, and you know exactly what's happening on your website. Um, that's a lot of accounts. We've gone through quite a bit, uh, in this episode, really, this is a lot to manage. This is something that we help a lot of clients set up in our growth foundation is just so that everything's really clear and everything's set up from this, from the get-go for them. And then we keep all the login details in one place. I highly recommend that you keep it in a password protected document that you can always reference. Um, and then you just have to worry about that one password and you can go to it. As much as possible, don't share passwords to these accounts. Create the the hierarchy of the accounts to where you can just add a user to them. That's the most important thing because security is a huge issue. It's a threat. And if you're just sharing your password like crazy. You're probably going to have a security breach and be hacked, held hostage, all sorts of things, Uh, and it it can really be expensive for you. So set up these accounts. I hope they're helpful for you. This is a really good list of all the accounts that you want to set up and some little advice for all of them. I'd love to hear what accounts I missed. Maybe there's some that you use as a contractor that you think are really valuable, let me know, and I'd be happy to, to learn more about it or to even talk about it if I missed it and I know about it. Uh, if you want more information on these accounts and how to use them effectively, reach out to us at Benali. This is exactly what we help contractors with, but I hope this helps you to have less stress in your business with all these accounts, but also help, gives you more time and more money. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Cash Flow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit the thecashflowcontractor.com.